0: Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called The Lord's Coming is Near. With the stroke of the pen, James switches his attention back to the Jewish Christians scattered abroad. Pay attention as these three short verses have much to say to us. He writes, Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the Lord to yield its valuable crop, and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You, too, be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. That's James 5, verses 7 through 9. Well, first, he revisits the start of his letter encouraging Christ followers to stand strong in the face of trials, as difficulties become opportunities for growth, for God to shape our character. If, in the middle of the sandstorm, we can pick out a pearl, something good we will be able to take from the storm, even if it is just that we will be able to encourage someone with a similar situation, it takes some of the sting out of the present moment. Second, James says the coming of the Lord is near. Oh, let's talk about the grand and glorious second coming of our Lord. Jesus told his beloved twelve, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. John chapter 14, verse 8. After Jesus told them that he would be leaving them, he assured them that he would come back. For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what He has done. Matthew 16. They will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. That's in Matthew chapter 24. And then over in 1 Thessalonians, For the Lord Himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and we'll be caught up together with them in the clouds. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. These last verses written to the Thessalonians are often called the blessed hope, because that is what the second coming represents to his children. Blessed hope. Sometimes when I'm driving down the Pacific Coast Highway, looking out at the shades of blue and green in the water. I take in the majesty of the cloud formations above and I think today Lord, is this the day you will return? What do you think the clouds will look like on that day? I mean on the day that he comes again. I would like to put my request in for those well-formed grayish clouds outlined on the top with that looks like liquid silver against an amber glow, and the sun's rays shooting out behind them. How magnificent! Do you think we'll be able to see the trumpet, or just hear it? Go ahead, daydream a little. Imagine that day, and be creative. The Lord will be. As a case study in patience, James points out the farmer, waiting for the rain. In Israel, it rains in October and November, soon after the grain is sown, and then in March and April, just before harvest. The farmers had patience because they knew they could expect these weather patterns. The Christian, seeking to be patient in the face of trials while waiting for Christ's return, should also know what he or she might expect. Most importantly, Jesus promised he would come again. The next admonition James offers, stand firm, was familiar to the Jews. In Exodus, after Moses had led the people out of captivity in Egypt, they began grumbling. Can you imagine? Free at last, but a ripple in the road, and take us back to Egypt. It was then that God did the miracle of dividing the Red Sea for the Israelites to pass through on dry land, followed by the swallowing up of the Egyptians who were chasing them when they stepped into the water. And then the Red Sea came back together. Exodus chapter 14. And remember the story of Jehoshaphat? Actually, we just talked about it. Up against the battle of his life, turns to God for help. And God tells him, stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Lord will be with you. This set up the scene for the miracle God would do in Second Chronicles chapter 20. Please take note, the greater our trial or painful circumstance, the greater miracle it sets up for our Lord to do. Stand firm in the faith. That is also Paul's word in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. He writes, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. We can stand firm because God is able. Don't grumble against each other, James says. We remember that he said we ought to be slow to speak and keep a tight rein on our tongues. Lest we be too tough on these people who just can't seem to control what they say, perhaps we would be hard-pressed not to grumble under the persecution they faced. Again, James adds a reminder not to judge one another, as there's only one judge. We're not him. Yet, judgment day is coming. So let us fix our gaze on the coming return of Jesus in the skies, and with feet slightly spread and muscles flexed in strength, stand firm in our faith, knowing that He is able.